Welcome in to the NovaCare Complex for Eagles 360 presented by Xfinity. On the sideline in New Orleans was an illustration of everything we've highlighted the past six months on this floor. The championship culture, the brotherhood, the pride despite the pain of now 14 NFL seasons without a repeat Super Bowl champion. One thing was clear inside the locker room on Monday. The Eagles are stronger than ever, and it all starts with the leadership of Doug Peterson. He's, you know, one of my favorite people in the world. Um, being able to play for Doug the last couple of years has been a joy. Like, he was my quarterback coach as a rookie. Um, I was just talking to him not long ago. I remember when he flew down to Westlake High School, and I threw with him when he tried me out um, before the com combine, or maybe it was after the combine, before the draft. I mean, he's the same guy. Um, and, you know, that's how he leads. Um, he never, you know, never points the finger, just continues to work, continues to motivate. And he knows it's about the process. Um, it's not about the outcome. If you weigh everything on the outcome and that's going to define who you are, you're going to be lost in life. But if you enjoy the process, no matter what, if you win or lose, you can keep your head held high. And that's why the guys in this locker room are keeping their head held high because that's what, you know, is preached here. Um, that's what Doug does. That's what the coaches do. And that's why this place is so special. Uh, he's just genuine. I mean, he's not fake. He continues to be Doug. He continues to motivate guys by, you know, being who he is. He didn't put any added pressure. Um, he trusts his players. Um, you know, he trusts his players to speak. There's a lot of great leaders in this locker room, and that never wavered. And I think the thing that you see with Doug Peterson is like a guy who's just genuine all the time, and that's something that resonates in this locker room. From player to player, the message was consistent, we'll be back, as Carson Wentz addressed what it was like for him to be on the sideline the past five weeks. Yeah, super frustrating, you know. I mean, you, 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 know, you want to play postseason football. Uh, I still have zero games of postseason football under my belt, and I uh, realize I have a lot to prove in that regard, but uh, I'm confident that I will get the chance to do that. And, um, yeah, without a doubt, the human side of it, though, is, is frustrating. You want to be out there with your guys. You want to help the team win. And um, to be on the sideline for two straight years, uh, it's, it's tough. You know, having, having Nick, Nate, and myself, um, the way we just really handled this, this situation all off season, uh, you know, last year off season, uh, this season, um, it's a game changer. You know, you could have a, a room full of egos and, and that would be ugly. You know, that could be ugly. We'd be having probably a different conversation right now, even with you guys. But um, the way that, that we all just want to support each other, rally around each other and uh, take the egos out of it and put the team first, uh, I think it makes for a much healthier environment and, and a, you know, ultimately a, a better and more effective team for sure. Don't let one play define you. You're too good of a player. It's not who you are. That was Doug Peterson's message to Alshon Jeffrey. We know number 17 to be a true professional, finishing with 63 yards and five receptions despite playing with broken ribs. AJ said he feels the love of the city and will use it for extra fuel this offseason. It means a lot, but at the same time, like I still believe it's on me. I'll take that one. But we'll bounce back next year for sure. No matter what happened out there, we're still going to be together. We're going to stick together. We're going to be a family. Nick and Coach uh, Peterson just told me, like, I mean, they go to battle with me any day. They love me. They appreciate me. As was the case all season, the Eagles battled through injury in Sunday's loss to the Saints, making it difficult to find some rhythm after racing out to that 14-0 lead. Brandon Brooks said he views the torn Achilles tendon he suffered in the first quarter as a blessing in disguise. You know, for me, you know, every time I've ever gotten injured, um, it's kind of weird to say, but, you know, God wanted me to see something. And uh, for me, I know exactly what he, what he wanted me to see. And uh, that's why, you know, I'm very upbeat. Um, you know, my spirits are lifted. 
and like I, you know, kind of tweeted out, you know, God got me, I'll be fine. So that, that's kind of what I mean. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll be attacking rehab like a game. You know, I look forward to, uh, you know, getting back to myself as soon as possible. And uh, I will do whatever that takes. The recovery, you know, is six to eight months. So, I mean, doing the math, um, you know, hopefully sometime in, you know, June and July, I start, you know, getting back right and, you know, get out there with the guys. That's going to be the toughest thing. And, you know, it's kind of bittersweet, you know, kind uh, of felt even worse. Uh, you know, say we advance and, you know, because of injury, not, not being out there with the guys. But uh, I'll be good. Which leads us right to the heart and soul of the Eagles defense, Fletcher Cox. The four-time Pro Bowler and first-time All-Pro this year played through pain in his foot after being forced to the sideline on two different occasions. I said, man, these guys know, man. I mean, you look a couple weeks ago before that, I had a freaking freaking torn hip flexion. I'm still out there battling with those guys. You know, I, I, I put it all on the line, man. I leave it on the field. And, um, and that, that's what it comes down to, um, you know, being one of the, one of the leaders, um, being one of the, you know, just one of the, you know, one of the best, you know, D-tackles in the league, man. It just, just pushing me to go out there and just show the world that I can battle through it all. Can't stop, won't stop, Golden Tate, we're looking at you. The nine-year vet spoke to reporters on Monday about the value of playing ball for a high-character club and also reflecting the city in the process. So kind of coming in the situation, I always heard that, man, that lock, this locker room is, is great, tight-knitted, a bunch of high-character guys, and, um, you know, I'm pretty honored to be able to experience it. Doug says that, um, you know, this is the new norm and, you know, trying, you know being in the Super Bowl more consistently. I think it starts with the guys that you have in the locker room and a bunch of unselfish guys. And it's, you know, it's, it's fun to grow with those dudes. So, um, you know, it, the sad thing about, you know, being here today is that, you know, you look around and, and this locker room is never going to be the same. Uh, and that's kind of what hits, you know, a soft spot in my heart. You know, we, we believed in ourselves this entire time, even when we were four to six. When I, when I first got here, I think we lost the first two games, we still believed. And with that, let's check out what's on the menu, brought to you by Amoroso's. Hear more from Golden Tate, Malcolm Jenkins, and Jordan Hicks on Tuesday. This is not the end, it's only the beginning. Thanks for riding with us. On behalf of Jack Roberts, I'm Molly Sullivan. Fly, Eagles, fly.